Welcome back. Welcome back. I stop doing this every time. It's cute. I noticed because I've been listening to all the episodes, (laughs) preparing for our best of episode. The best of. We're coming up on a year. Wow. Next month. Wow. So. That's cray cray. Yes. And little stuff like that is cute. Anyway, welcome back, y'all. I'm Poe. And I'm sick as fuck. And we are... Homegirl Harmonies. Yes, that's Nige. And she she got a lot going on. I have a head cold because I'll tell you why. Poe's house because we live relatively close to each other. Girl, that was this year? Yeah. The it was like 65 so, degrees when I rode my so bike to your house. Ships. I can't remember what year we in, what season that was. That was that was this year. Because you just brought the bike back. Oh, yeah, I just, I rode yeah. the bike back. No, I rode my bike to your house. It was a beautiful day. I think I had on a light leather jacket mm-hmm. and like a one piece. <laughs> the next day, when I was going to come get my bike... We got like 13 inches of snow. It was a full blizzard. So therefore, my little body and my closet don't know what the fuck to do. I dressed for the weather it was yesterday. Well, at least, at least you know, this wasn't happening to you the whole winter. Because I remember last (sighs) winter, I stayed sick. This winter, I haven't been sick at all. Thank you, universe. But I've been taking vitamin C pills and shit. I've only started getting sick with this rent, with these strange weather changes. Yeah, with hot, cold, hot, cold, snowing. Yeah. Because regularly, I don't even go outside. Mm-hmm. But I work a job now, like a grown-up. Mm. And I have to go outside. And I'm sure that me starting hookahs all motherfucking day probably isn't adding to... Oh, yeah. But I did just recently find out I'm not allergic to oranges. And I've eaten 83 oranges in the last month. So I feel like because of that alone, I should be fine. Well, that might make it shorter. But if it catch you, it catch you. That's why you got to fight it. I don't got time to play. At the same time, I take me a vitamin C every morning because I don't have time. Oh, speaking of that, is today the same day? See, everything is running together. I don't what? know what's going on. What? I can't remember if I took my birth control pill. <laughs> is today the same day as what? Because I feel, I feel like I took it yesterday, or was that today that I took it? I don't know. You want the rest of this? I don't know. But. I'm about to drink it. You should never say that. Black highlights. Black lights. <laughs> I just thought of a few. So, black highlights is our segment where we just let y'all put y'all up on something black, mm-hmm. celebrate something black. Or so, Jesus. first thing I wanted to uh, shout out was a couple of our local content creating friends, uh, Jordan and what's the people name? Me Perry, Aaron, Jordan is her fiance. Jordan, Aaron, Perry, and Nate. And Nate. Uh, pressure Up Top podcast for any random men that might be happening to listen here. Let me not do that because women like sports too. <laughs> right, for they get on your ass like they did that one day. 
who was Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Can't believe females talking about routes. <laughs> but um, when I said men, I meant because that's all the fuck they talk about. And listen. Sometimes they talk about rap. Women are multidimensional. <laughs> we like to hear about other shit. I want to know what's going on. Straight sports be going on over there. Well, uh, except for talk, the other Monday. When they yeah. talk about rap. <laughs> Every other Monday they talk about some, some rap. Nigger conversations. Nigger. <laughs> but. Nigger stations. It's dope. And they over there doing their thing. So pressure up top. Uh, on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. And then a VIP podcast, very important podcast. Is that the one with Shaq? I feel uh, like I yep. see a picture of Shaq. Him and uh, TJ. I don't know now that. they had me ready to argue. Like, I'm like, bitch, could you be more problematic? But, once again, niggatainment. Because <laughs> it's, a, it's a good time. It's like, and they tell you in the bio, like, we're goofy as fuck, we ain't got no sense. And they surely don't. But check them out. VIP podcast and Pressure Up Top podcast. And of course, visit all our shit. Homegirl Harmonies. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Google Play. Uh, www.homegirlharmonies.com to get your life. Uh, another person I wanted to shout out. Kania Brooks Esquire. Because she gave me some dope ass insight on trademarks and such. Um, for the lookout. Nice. And I learned a whole bunch of shit. And I see where some of y'all could get sued. So y'all better tighten the fuck up. <laughs> Kaya. As far as the Queen's Court. Because you keep hashtagging and using Queen's Court. And T.S. Madison going to take your ass right to court. I hope she do. <laughs> Do. Because you can't, can't do that. And your long ass titties. You can't you can't use that as a part of your shit because she has trademarked it and it belongs to her. So get your life. Um we can highlight T. S. Madison in the Queen Supreme Court. She came back and she had Lil Mo and Shekinah on there. And her and Shekinah had a cute dynamic. But I guess she's gonna be switching out the host. Like yeah. she's gonna bring two more next time or whatever. Shekinah's stupid. She is, but she's funny. She is. Lil Mo Girl, bye. Little. Anyway. <laughs> Cynthia. She's a really cool dancer. Cynthia. <laughs> Take Man. that fucking robe off. <laughs> Go to fuck home. So stupid. Baby, at the point in my life where oh. I'm tired of playing games. Oh, come on. Come on. I'm ready to settle down. She got ready to hanging buy a house. And I'm ready to change my last name. Ooh. I'm done. It's the tissue, y'all. Head cold runs. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds just like some people I know. <laughs> Migos. Still better than Janine Aiko. Fuck it. I'm about to lie and act like she can sing. But anyway. I might let your boy show for me, but you gotta eat the booty like crust. She just talks on the beat. You gotta get rid of these hoes for me. <sighs> Ooh. Girl, I see you all here posting with, uh, posting all the pictures of Big Sean trying to uh, get y'all catalog back popping since you deleted him and all his pictures and then try to act like this shit happened. But bitch, whatever. Girl, but y'all. I didn't told Big Sean break up with her and go do what you want to do. You want to go hold around? I don't know why you want to have a bitch stuck to you. 
while you simultaneously want to hoe around. What is uh, wrong with niggas? He from Detroit. This is Black Highlights. Fuck Big Shine. Migos. Yes, Migos. And what's that video? They're fucking uh, walking like a tongue. I didn't even watch the whole video, but I said, you know what? Y'all win. Even Drake was in there cracking me the fuck up. I didn't even finish it. Drake is a better actor than he is rapper. This nigga really makes me laugh sometimes. He's funny. He is he funny. He is funny. I'll tell Shade you what. though, but he's funny. Well, I seen that video, I was pissed. Because remember I had, uh, I wrote you on Facebook with that idea that I had, that high dream that I had. Yes. I was like, <gasps> See, that's bitch! Why, that's why you fucking put everything that you think of into motion. You fucking buy the domain, you do something to make it yours. I said, bitch. Mm. That got me fucked up. You got a highlight to... to yeah. Because Migos stole my idea and Beyonce <laughs> stole my motherfucking look. Beyonce. She, where was she at? At that wearable art gala? Yeah. When I tell y'all, bitch, Beyonce showed up in my reception dress, I almost fell the fuck out. Because I literally just sent Amber Portia this dress. Like, bitch, this is I wonder I'm... if that is the dress, though. If she <gasps> fucking went out on a limb with a black designer. This oh, time. you bet not. She bet so. Oh, she already did. <laughs> I seen the dress. I, I'm like, first, I'm like, oh, my God. She looks so good. I'm like, oh, blue. Okay, Tina. Then I'm like, bitch, stole my look. Oh, I could have passed out. Because you know what? My prom dress was a remake of a gold dress that Beyonce wore to Grammys. Now I'm like, bitch, there, every time something important happens to me, am I going to be fucking Beyonce Jr.? Just stand Look, down. It's Beyonce okay. knockoff? Just stand down. It's okay. I wouldn't. I will the fuck not. Stan? No. No, Stan. S-T-A-N. No. I'm not doing that either, bitch. <laughs> Stan. It is Nigeria Day. Down. On October 20th, 2018. Ain't no Beyonce. You're right. It ain't no. It's just me. And... Now that you see what she did with the look, you could do something more. I was going to do something better. Everybody knows Beyonce can't dress or... I mean... I mean by herself, no. No. I mean even when other people dress her. It's like she never has on the right accessories or the right right hairstyle or the right dress. Something don't match. There's always something that's popping about the look and something that's totally off. Like Remember when she had like that slicked up like top ponytail thing? Mm -hmm. It's like, why didn't you just get you a girl from the hood to put your hair in a ponytail? Because... Slicking up a lace front looks like a slicked up lace front. Yeah, and it did, but everything else was popping. But there's always something. Yeah, Yeah, there's always something about Beyonce's look that is humbling. People was mad that she uh, she got an icon, like a fashion icon award. Yeah, I was. I wasn't. I think even she was surprised. Like I wasn't mad, but I I was for sure baffled. Like who, Hmm. who highlight the blackness? Yeah, (laughs) but I'll tell you what. Whoever made that dress, you did the damn thing. But Beyonce, I'm coming for you, bitch. So just know that at my reception, when I have somebody holding up the back of my dress, I don't have a daughter, but I'm going to put him in a little gold suit. I'm going to put my son in a little mm-hmm. gold suit to walk next to me. Mm-hmm. I'm coming for your head, bitch. Oh, Jojo's going to be that. so cute. I forgot. He is. He is. He's going to be so cute. Come on, wedding. Beyonce. Uh, yeah, Girl... Audience, homies, home girls, and home guys. <laughs> Homeboys. Our next segment, the energy dump. Every time I say that, I just feel like energy dumps. The power of attention. Because I really want for this stuff to stop getting on my nerve. 
Um, <laughs> I want everything to stop getting about that, but I want th these things specifically. Our energy dunks, d dunk, dunks. dump segment is where we talk about all the bullshit from the the previous week that has just just been dumb shit, bullshit. And we're gonna let it out here. Lay down our burdens. Gonna lay down my burdens. Right here at home, girl harmonies. I got some burdens. Maryland, school shooting this morning. Oh. People being blown up in Texas. Oh. A nine-year-old shot his 13-year-old sister in the head oh. over a fucking controller. Yeah. Let's start with Maryland. Okay. A little boy named Austin, I think. I don't know any niggas named Austin, so we can already... <sighs> they haven't. I haven't seen a mugshot yet, but... Your name is Austin. I know that you're not black. <laughs> so. You... Could be. My first crush name was Austin. He had a big head and he was black. Yeah, but that's because his mama wanted to be somebody else. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The only Austin I know is the Austin from the backyard against that be when Unique and Tyrone and Pablo. Ah! <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh. Girl, these fucking school shootings. Only two people were injured, but the school shooter is dead. Austin dead. Mm. I guess like some school security took him down, which is irritating because now the conversation is: see, all it takes is a good guy with a gun and stop a bad guy ass. with a gun. See my ass because okay. what kind of gun did he have and how did they take him down? Because in Florida, that wouldn't have made a goddamn difference when the motherfucker pulled the fire alarm and waited for everybody to come out. And got the fucking busted on their asses. Uh-uh. I don't want to hear that dumb shit. From what I've seen, it seems like this dude was going after somebody specific. They said that there was some type of relationship between him and the girl that he was targeting. Mm. So, I'm pretty sure that he was just doing what white males do. When they mad. When Ma they mad. Fuck white males. Males. Girl. In all girl. honesty. In all honesty. Well, he was just doing what males do when they are toxic as fuck, thinking mm -hmm. that you can't tell them no or break up with them or mm -hmm. you cheat on them or whatever. Mm -hmm. They get the bussing. Doing something out of line. Speaking of little angry males, we have a nine-year-old who went and got his family's gun while his mom was in the kitchen making lunch and shot his 13-year-old sister dead ass in the back of her head and killed her. Wow. Because she would not give him the controller. So I guess there should have been a good guy with a gun at the house so they could get the busted on a nine-year-old. Or a good parent. Because what I'm going to say is for that little boy to react like that Girl. behind a video game on his sister. I don't even know if they said he was actually even playing a game. It just said that she wouldn't give him the controller. Whatever it was. It could have been a, a boy. How old is he? Nine. You're nine years old. And the emotions that you have equate to murder already. I feel like somebody's mama need to go to jail behind that. I mean, it's probably going to happen anyway. Yeah. Because why is the gun so easily accessible easily for your nine-year-old? But the deeper issue... Because, again, you have to attack the toxicity uh -huh. there. Who the fuck, what is he being shown to where he's allowed to react like that? There's no way that y'all 
can tell me that he wasn't the problem before this. That he don't be hitting people. That he don't be cussing. That he don't be like one of them kids in the videos that be in the backseat hollering and screaming when you say they can handle McDonald's. I this already is crazy. know. And I'm willing to bet he was probably breastfed a little bit too long. Oof. Slept in his mama and daddy bed. Mm-hmm. And ain't never been whooped. But then my question is even again the 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 level of anger that had to be there or whatever he was thinking or what did he see what the fuck video game was he getting ready to play like what are y'all doing what amount of t- y'all not paying no fucking attention to this little boy because again if he reacts like that to that situation goes and grabs a gun and shoots his sister in the back of her head or whatever while the mama is in there making lunch. That means you went past your mama. Because when I was nine, I would have just told. I'm telling on you, bitch. I'm telling. I'm telling or on the bike. Or we fighting. You. Exactly. Even fighting is doing too much. But to get a gun and shoot. Because he don't know that that shit is permanent. Like. No, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> people were in the comments like. You know, at that age, kids don't Nine? Have, they don't know anything Fuck about. Off. What is about finality. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is what I saw a woman say. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, at nine, you don't know that when you kill a motherfucker, they die? You don't know that guns, you're not supposed to play with them? Like, Bro. nobody, that's the, that's when you learn that bare minimum shit. At that age, in that window. That you don't touch guns, you don't play with guns, you don't react violently to dumb shit at nine. Okay, four or five, maybe you fucking throw a temper tantrum or something. But nine years old, you're in school. And this is why I always say it is important to teach children how to react to their emotions rationally. Especially It's not enough to just... Exactly. It it is not enough to just say like, well, kids have emotions, they need to express them. Rationally. 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 There's no reason that you should be in tears behind a video game. That's irrational. That's irrational. I'm already getting on my son about crying because he died on Fortnite. Your son is acting like Fortnite is real and busting people in the back of their motherfucking head. Making sure they don't wake up. Like. Their own flesh and blood sister. Just one to the back of the head. She gone. And you in the kitchen making sandwiches and shit. And now. And the teachers, the teachers had to be, you fuck, this is not nothing new. This is what I'm saying. I know he be getting called. Your kid can't be that fucking dumb and ditzy to where, again, like you said, they think Fortnite is real. Because that's the only thing, the way that I could see this, anybody being able to say, oh, it's just a kid. Like, is he meant, like, is there mental illness there for real? Like, is he slow? And if that's the case. He should. She. She probably don't need to be doing he's some of the slow. stuff that he's allowed to he's, do. He has bad parenting. That's what I'm. That's fucking nuts. You know how often I see a child that is like fucking diagnosed with something, and I know that they just need better parents. Your kid's not autistic. He needs to just get the fuck up off the floor, and you need to be his ass. And I'm sorry for people who actually deal with autism, but the fact that. Autism diagnosis has just gone through the roof in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's because instead of handling kids, we just slap labels on mm-hmm. them. Give them drugs. Give them drugs. Mm-hmm. Fucking disciplines. <laughs> Remember that? Mm-hmm. Disciplines. We just give them fucking drugs and send them out to the world with every, for everybody else to deal with. Y'all want teachers to have guns and shit. My sisters work in the classroom. They need guns, belts, paddles. My teacher, my, my, I don't want my sister to have guns. If somebody get into school and they get the shooting, I don't feel it's my sister's responsibility to keep your motherfucking kids safe. I want her to run and be alive so that she can come home to her own motherfucking kids who ain't shooting nobody. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't okay. want my sisters to have no fucking guns or be 
She's not a fucking... Charged with the responsibility yeah, to keep a whole a, school alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? It's not her fucking they responsibility. They don't get paid enough for that. We need to get at these motherfucking parents. Why, mm-hmm. why are there so many kids that are getting these fucking guns and shooting people? Mm-hmm. And we put the responsibility on everybody else. That's the thing. Everything is wrong because even as, as much as I fucking hate police, they don't get paid enough. To do a lot of the shit that they do, uh-huh. to have to, they don't get they don't get paid enough to run into that school when the teacher can't shoot to shoot. Uh huh. In the first place, all this shit is wrong. But we making sure that the I saw a post that said it was like an illustration. It was the gun, the the shooter with a gun and a teacher with a gun or something, and like both arguments, both sides of the arguments. The teachers had a gun. We should do gun control. And it was <coughs> like this sounds like. Somebody trying to sell two guns. It don't sound like somebody trying to find a solution to the problem. Because, what the fuck? You don't want to do gun control. You don't want to do police reform. You don't want to fucking do anything about anything. You don't want to pay teachers more. You don't want to fund the schools more. You don't want to have more programs and education and shit for these kids. Fucking social services... Is underfunded and fucking underrepresented and shit. They can't pay, hardly do nothing about nothing. That's why you had the little girl, oh, yeah, 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 that got killed um, by her. What is this? A stepdad, essentially. Yeah, her, her to boyfriend. Death after multiple calls, to social services and the police. After the and dad this had and been that, trying to get custody of her for last then year, was trying to get emergency custody after over the last. The school- Cool. The daycare the call. People, yeah, they reported it, and still nothing could happen. And I saw a lot of social workers and people on that end, like y'all just don't know the job of a social worker and how hard it is, and they risk their own lives going to these homes. And I know that, and that's the fucked up part about it, is that yeah, I keep getting these calls about this shit, but I'm also getting fifteen thousand calls about fifteen thousand other people because ain't nobody here, ain't no money nowhere, ain't no places to put them. Ain't no foster homes that are worth a damn. Like, it's just too much that we ain't paying attention to in society. And it's, it's it really, because we're the most disenfranchised community, it's always we're at the butt end of it, except for these fucking school shootings. Good. Except for the school shootings. And it's almost like, do niggas need to be the ones fucking standing strong in an argument against gun control and these school shooters and shit because we... The gun, the gun laws don't apply to us. The protection don't apply to us because Philando Castile had a fucking registered weapon and still got shot. So we lose on either side of the argument. Uh, it just so happens that it ain't been a lot of us in these school shootings as far as victims. Because we definitely ain't been shooting. I literally just told Jordan today because even here in Michigan, in the last couple of weeks, we've been getting bomb threats, um, shooting threats. Lockdowns in the school, all of this happening at white schools. I just told Jordan today, like we might have to take my baby out of this good school and put him in, and put him in the hood school. or some shit. Yeah, because the kids in the hood school is not getting threatened. They're not having lockdowns. I remember in one week alone, Jojo School had three lockdowns. Like, give me my baby. Mm-hmm. Because if I come up here and they tell you you can't until we fucking release the lockdown, no, you're gonna give me my baby, or you will have another reason to lock this bitch down. Which is crazy black woman in the parking lot going the fuck off. That shit, that's crazy. And that's that's the thing. It's like, we clearly we see Would that. Would y'all slap all these metal detectors in these schools in Compton and Detroit and Chicago. Mm-hmm. And they're not having school shootings. They're decent enough to wait until people get their education to come outside to shoot them. Mm-hmm. 
or they shoot the person they fucking looking for. Yeah. But again, you will solve a lot of that issues if you had common sense gun control because they wouldn't be so easily accessible. Because people are for like... For random niggas in the hood. Now, for the cartel and the fucking real organized gangs, yeah, they're going to get their illegal guns. But a little nigga in the hood might not have access. No, and the whole country has to be on one accord because even though Chicago has really high gun laws, all the surrounding states don't. Indiana so don't have shit. Is, is, all you got to do is take your ass next door and get you a gun and come home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit. And I just try to stay out of them conversations because it just make me so mad. Like, as niggas, we don't really have recourse. And because and, and, it's like, whatever y'all do or don't do, y'all not thinking about the way it affects our community. Because these systems that are in place don't work unless we're at the bottom of them. It, it, just, it just don't. So... None of y'all shit is going to give a damn about us. Um, I saw this video, the NRA, this bitch, this white lady that was in the town hall talking to the Florida kids. When the Florida kids was going off on them uh-huh. in that town hall, she made an ad because she's going to have a show, a YouTube show, a TV show. I don't know what the fuck. But the whole premise of the ad looked like a fucking ISIS video. Only white people are allowed to do that. Time's up for all you uh, left-wing media pushing propaganda, calling people out by names. Mika Brzezinski, uh, what's her name? Joy Reid, your time is up. Mind you, they're the fucking NRA. So what the fuck do you mean time is up? What are you going to do when time is up? What what does that mean? You want us to stop giving our side or being Democrats or whatever or talking about gun control so bad that you, you sit sending out these subliminal threats. And again, it don't had cowboy music in the back and shit. It don't sound like that big of a deal. But if ISIS did that shit, if niggas put up a video, like time is up. Y'all on our fucking nerve. If they said, if, bitch, let the Black Panther Party reunite. Cock a gun talking about, talking time, about is up. time is up. Time is up, Donald Trump. Y'all be knocking down motherfucking doors. Even though Donald Trump's time should have been up a long motherfucking time ago. All the time. Fucking porn But that's the, that's the shit they let. <laughs> that's the shit. Yep. And apparently the, other, the, the son is fucking the Danny Kane bitch. And then, then you fuck the bitch from Danny Kane. That looked the worst from Danny Kane. <laughs> that's the who you think you gonna get. That oh, nigga, they both them sons like Beavis and Butthead. Girl, Beavis. And, but and they and. fucking nose go up like. You see me with Aubrey. Doing some Cheetos. Oh fuck! This is what's running the country. This is what's allowed to happen in the country. An armed militia can put out propaganda. With subliminal threats. Mm-hmm. Again, from any other group of people that would be taken as a terroristic threat. Let niggas. <laughs> Let niggas. <laughs> Let some Muslims. Time, they don't even. Time is up. We're tired of you treating us like we're all the same. Bitch, you're going to be like, wait a minute. They're going to be like, bomb! We need to surround Dearborn right now. But meanwhile, black families are being targeted with bombs and no one's doing anything about it. Mm. Mm. But I digress. Bitch, do you watch American Idol? I know you don't. No. 
Katy Perry movie. is. Oh, I did want to talk about that bitch because Katy Perry bitch. Uh huh. Bitch. Uh huh. Bitch. Now, if you watch the, look at me, don't <laughs> if you watch the show, bitch, it's even worse than just that little kiss that she. I won't watch it because she's on there. Grip. But OT, I be watching it because it keep being in my lineup on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I mean on Hulu. <laughs> OT tagged me in something because he he I don't know maybe he thought I was gonna argue about it and say it wasn't sexual assault or sexual harassment or whatever. But I said no fuck Katy Perry and he need to sue. What do you mean? Yeah. And then I hate that people were like, tell them what happened though. They don't, what they happened know. is there was a young man on American Idol, and he was very cute. And simple. I'm mm-hmm. not saying simple, stupid, but just he was just like very a like a little down mm-hmm. home, little nerdy boy playing his own guitar. Katy Perry. Uh, he had let them know that he had never kissed a, a girl because he had never been in a relationship, and because of his views on life, he didn't want to kiss a woman until he was in a relationship. He wanted his first time. He wanted his first time kissing someone to be somebody that he loved. Katy Perry asked him for a kiss on the cheek. And, when he and she kiss whipped her chin, white mayonnaise mouth around and kissed, kissed him, him in mouth. his mouth. And then the fucked up thing was he was so rattled afterwards, he didn't even get a golden ticket because the song didn't sound good. But you could clearly tell that it was because of nerves. He tried to start singing and then he asked for a break for some water. He like, I just need to get my nerves Because together. you kissed him in his mouth Did- after he just said... I don't want to kiss nobody in the mouth till I love them, blah, 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 blah. So but the, your white, privileged, white ass felt like, oh, he would absolutely love a kiss from Katy Perry. Bitch, you look like you don't wash your mouth out. Oops. And then the fucked up thing is... You like you still got the same toothbrush from when you wasn't Katy Perry. Ooh, bitch. When you was a fucking Christian singer with the ugly brown hair. You fucking stanking ass feet and shit. You look like your feet stink. You look like the back of your fucking knees are musty. She's going off, guys. You like your ears dirty. You look like you don't wash your hands after you leave public bathrooms, but you had the nerve to whip your face around and kiss him in the mouth. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, (laughs) now, that happened, and he posted, like, he did say in an interview that she made him uncomfortable. And people started attacking him like, you a faggot, you little bitch. And I smack everyone. You should just be happy that. One by one. Why the fuck would he be happy? Katy Perry's not an attractive anything. Regular woman, celebrity, anything. But outside of attraction. Bitch, you don't put your mouth on somebody who just told you, I don't want nobody's mouth on me. Are you pulling up an interview? Oh, no. (laughs) So, another thing is that on the show, she's always basically sexually harassing these young, cute guys. Like, it's become, it's like at a point where it's damn near uncomfortable for me. I feel uncomfortable for the dudes that come on the show. She's like, you're cute. You're hot. I'm blushing. I can barely pay attention to your singing because you're so fucking cute. One guy's girlfriend came in and Kate started acting like she didn't like the bitch. Like, you know, it's all the time. Every time a cute little guy comes in there with a guitar, she damn near taking her panties off. She need her fucking ass beat by his mama. Because how fucking dare you? She need to get sued. Like, I just, I, I just, I couldn't get over that. And then to, to, for you to say that the shit happens all the time, that she's always doing that, like, what the fuck, bitch? Do you want somebody to do that to you? Probably so. She probably do. 
And she don't get no fucking attention, so she projects that dumb shit elsewhere. But I just, I can't get past how fucking dare you after he just said, he just fucking said it. And you said, oh, but I'm Katy Perry. I can do this. And this is the exact same thing that the women is talking about when they call these men out. You feel like because you're a certain type of motherfucker, you could do whatever you want to do. And yes, that shit happens to men. No, he's not a faggot. No, he shouldn't suck it up. No, he don't need to do. I'm at. Yeah. And then the funny thing is, is like, we know that we could put a male, we could vice versa those positions. And Twitter twist going We'd be going viral. Because Aziz Ansari didn't even touch nobody and y'all was dragging the fuck out of him. Katie, you put your unwanted, unsolicited your ass lips on somebody. On somebody. Your all who day mouth. Who specifically said before that they didn't want to. They said No. No consent was given for that kissing. You fucking put your nasty ass, he, and ass he, mouth on. And he's supposed to feel lucky. So then how come these girls that get shot dicks and shit, how come they not, why you don't feel lucky? Why you don't feel lucky that Harvey Weinstein if, decided to fuck on you? Yeah, because if that was my son, Katie, you need your that would have been your last episode. She need to be fucking boycotted. She need fucking sponsorships snatched. She need that job taken off an American Idol. Uh, ABC is on ABC. ABC, y'all full of shit for keeping her Ryan on there. Ryan still on there. What right. do you think? I don't even know what the fuck happened with him. Right, girl. But I didn't see whatever the fuck happened with him. That shit was fucking televised. Yeah. Ain't no question. But Ryan Seacrest, fuck off too. If that's what it is. But Katy Perry, it just, that, that's what minimizes these conversations. Dumbass fucking white women. You play both sides of the fence. You're the main one talking about somebody doing some shit, but then you don't say shit to Katy Perry and fucking Lena Dunham and all these other fucking ugly ass mm-hmm. bitches. I done got mad. But we supposed to, and this is why the Me Too movement gets laughed at. Gets laughed because at. Because it's, it's, Because white women fucking hijacked it and made it stupid when the, the person that originated was a black woman who specified that this was for women who don't really have a voice. So all the bitches with all the voices took over and took, took the shit and then won't say shit to Katy Perry. Won't say shit to Katy Perry. Katy Perry is still on American Idol this week. Still oogling and ogling over little ass boys. Because the fucked up thing is this. I remember there was a guy on there. He was like, what, 18 or 19? And she was talking about how she was a cougar and shit. Like, Katy Perry that type of behavior would never... If that was an 18-year-old little girl and a 32-year-old man talking about how he was a fucking sugar daddy... Or some shit like that. I take you home. I take care. We wouldn't be here for it. No, we would not be here for it. Not at all. And I'm not here for it for Katy Perry's stupid white ass. <sighs> and it ain't just white, cause Black China fuck you too. No, Black China fuck you, cause but you did all that motherfucking talking. Just to go find you somebody's nephew to hump on. And you should be ashamed of your old washed up, raggedy booty, raggedy weaved, nasty chewed, bubblegum Let that boy habit. grow up. You know from fucking around with Tiger that he wasn't even mature enough and y'all the same fucking age. Mm-hmm. He had to go backtrack and fuck a teenager. You gonna do the same thing? <sighs> you gotta hold this nigga from uh, <laughs> walking in the street to shit. Girl, snatch some. Hey, hey! You're scaring me. I Shut your you, old ass up. That's a mother's reflex. Walk. <laughs> That's a mother's reflex. Stop! Look across the street. That's what I do to JoJo. What I told you? Look both fucking ways. That's what she did. 
It's just, you just, you just see, because that's the thing. We don't know these people. And Amber Rose, you too. Yes. We don't be around these people. Because you did all that talking too. But look at the decisions. Because it's like, okay, yeah, we don't know y'all. We don't know him. We don't know you. But what we do know is that you have a son that's in a real wild ass toxic situation. From the time he was, what, two, three to now, he's fucking with your teen, with his daddy's teenage girlfriend around all these crazy ass Kardashians. Then you have a baby by one of the fucking Kardashians. Now he got a little Kardashian sister, but he ain't a Kardashian. So it, it, now you got him around a, somebody's fucking son that's 10 years older than him. Girl. After all that shit y'all was talking. Amber, you can get all the brush reductions you want. And you can talk all this shit about the Me Too movement you want. But I will always think that you a raggedy dumb lollipop, bitch. That is it. That's all I got for you. Because you, you the one, at least Black China knows she trash and just be trash. But you be trying to speak up like you not trash. Mm. Shut up, garbage bag. Well, see, that's the thing. That's where the, that privilege comes in. Because, yeah, you might be dipped in Cape Verdean or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck the case may be. But you... The white version of Black China, you can act like that. You uh, can do that. Huh? Black China couldn't host no slut walk. Black China couldn't do none of that dumb shit that way and not be slandered to high hell. Mm-hmm. Clearly, she's as washed up as it gets, but you and her on the same fucking level. Same fucking level. But you, not getting what she getting. You are for me. So blow fuck both of y'all. You are for me, blow pop. Mm. Fuck both of y'all till y'all make better decisions. With your bubblegum brain. Because, again, we see it because we can see it in our local hoods all the time. You got your kids bouncing around from nigga to nigga. Being influenced by nigga to nigga. All the Capri Suns getting drank up. They daddy bouncing from bitch to bitch. Fruit like, snacks eight. That's not healthy in no realm. I don't give a fuck how much money y'all got. It's toxic. Yeah. It's stupid. Tell. Tell them about themselves. What the fuck else? Niggas on Meghan Merkel and, and Prince Rot, whatever fuck his name is, Prince Harry, talking about how he dumb for not making her sign the prenup and he did he refuses to make her sign a prenup, making it a big news story like Kate didn't have to sign a prenup either. The white one. She didn't have to sign no prenup. Then nobody make her sign no prenup. Then nobody make a story about it when she signed a prenup. So one dude say she's gonna black China the whole royal family. Why? Cause she's blackish. Cause she's dipped a nigga. Uh huh. She's gonna black China the royal family. And then I read that the UK don't even really acknowledge prenups. You can get a prenup all you want to, but they still getting whatever they getting. And if she married this motherfucker and have his baby. She has a royal baby. It don't matter what divorce they get, what prenup they got. That's a royal baby with the royal blood. But I really wish niggas would stop. Unpack that shit, really. Why did you make a big deal out of her not having to sign this fucking prenup? Kate, when you didn't make a big deal about Kate, you didn't even know that. That Because that's not news. When a white woman marries a white man with no prenup, it's not news. But when a black bitch marries anybody with no prenup, it's news. It's a problem. How dare you? Why would you do that? She only wants your money. When I'm up, I'll get there. Because half you motherfuckers came up off a bitch. Well. DJ Envy. Well, well. But I'll get there. <clears throat> well, well. Is that all we got for this? Um, I was going to talk about that little dicky song with Chris Brown. Bitch. but Honestly, I just feel I like I kind of even. I thought we going to do a reaction video to it. We That's can, why I asked you. I really don't even want to give it like any 
like airtime, honestly. I'm I'm sick of little Dicky and his I know I'm white butt shit. Like, okay, well then get the fuck out of our way. Here's bro. how it was explained to me. It's satire rap. I know what it is. And, and I still don't give a fuck. It's it's the, whatever he's saying, he's doing that on purpose to make fun or poke fun or whatever at it. Here's my my thing about that video was Chris Brown, like I said to Migos, like I said to Kendrick Lamar, like I say to most niggas who have paved their own fucking way. Stop giving away your artistry to these white people for them to come up off your... Because there's plenty of people, my co-worker Raj, he didn't know really who Lil Dicky was until this Chris Brown shit. Chris Brown, you're giving Lil Dicky an audience. Lil Dicky's not giving you anything because you're Chris Brown. But you jump on this stupid-ass, corny-ass, goofy-ass song, which... I don't even, like, at first I'm like, this is cute, whatever, I guess, because I only heard it three times in the same morning on the radio. Again, radio. Y'all giving Lil Dicky three times, because, yeah, Chris Brown is the majority of the song, but it's Lil Dicky song. Yeah. Y'all get, y'all, three times in one morning, between six and seven, I heard that fucking Freaky Friday song, Breakfast Club, with all the artists and all the people that support y'all. All Chris Brown did was give white people another reason to just be hollering nigga when they alone. Like, that's it. That's literally all the white people I've seen, that's their favorite part of the song, is when Chris Brown just gets to holler a nigga. Like, it's so, it's so much fun that I can say nigga now. Like, the first thing you want to do as a nigga is say nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Chris Brown, what you gonna do is fuck around and get a whole bunch of white people beat up in the club because that song is gonna come on. And there's going to be people like me who slap you right in your mouth. You're not going to point at me and say, what up, my nigga? Because I'm going to hit you. And my thing is, is what the, like, Lil Dicky, I thought was a little bit more intelligent than that. I thought. I don't know why. Just because I thought. I don't know. But, like, why would you put your own niggas in that situation to fucking get their ass beat in random clubs and shit? T Grizzly already did it. I love my white boy said did it. He got his ass whipped too. But, like, why would you, even if you're doing the satire rap thing, and that's another thing, because niggas, I was watching this video from this girl with the Bruno Mars conversation. She said, if black men want to support the erasure of themselves, let them, Uh basically. Nobody, because her thing, she was real strong on the Bruno Mars stance, which I wasn't, but I understand the argument. Uh But when we're talking about other white people who appropriate the culture, niggas be the ones like he all right it's okay he's the one that's taking your spot he's the one that's filling your spot yeah because just like the conversation with bruno mars they like their black shit from a non-black bruno mars is acceptable to most of us but it just keeps getting lighter Uh like it just keeps being white it's little fucking zan talking about tupac is boring and shit and my Bro, thing I got is, attacked on why Instagram the fuck does he exist because I said that that nigga was gonna die soon anyway and I truly believe that little Zan you're bound to yeah I said just like little peep he'll be dead soon anyway so I'm not gonna give you any of my energy I'll just be happy when you but get. you got you got them you got fucking G-Eazy who is fucking mediocre <sighs> at best bitch not even mediocre that nigga's trash he reminds me of when I was the only black person in my class and white boys used to try to use their hood voice around me that's what he sounds like it's so fucking i'm a annoying. fucking soldier yeah it's it when you're from the hood and you've also been in all white spaces regularly you could always tell the black scent 
that black said. Mm-hmm. And it and it, it always is corny as fuck. No matter what. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck And that's what, what G Easy is giving you. You go, maybe fucking around and cooking Maya. Like, why are and you that's talking about And like they bopping and popping, black men be bopping and popping, and they act like this conversation is only for the fucking social justice warriors and the super sensitives. But meanwhile, where we don't, we our representation as black, especially dark black women, has always been pretty much non existent. Y'all have it because y'all are able to match with a light-skinned bitch and be good. Yep. But you're erasing yourself at this point. But remember we had this conversation where we said we were just going to let black men figure it out on their own. Like, I'm tired of it being our battle where us having to argue for y'all. If y'all want to only have white rappers left, that's fine. Because as you, as you can see from While Iggy... While they're redefining the whole yeah, shit. As you can see from Iggy, bitch. You, we, you know, black women, is not yeah. having that bitch. You and black men tell you, but what's wrong with her? She bad, though. She cold, And that's though. perfectly fine. And let her be over there with y'all. Mm-hmm. Because over here, Mm-mm. in black women's rap, Mm-mm. in black women's R&B, and in black women's acting, bitch, black women entertainment, we're not having it. Mm-mm. We're not having it. And y'all shouldn't either. Like, little dicky, whatever. Because here's my thing. All these different genres that are being created, that's what happens when music evolves. Different shit pops up. But stop allowing white people to redefine what our shit is. Yeah. Just like nothing said, worse when a person from the suburbs tell you what rap is now. Tell you what rap is now. Or what nigga is now. Like, what? Shut up! No. Or why do you think that just because you enjoy or appreciate something that you have to be a part of it or that you have to redefine it and or that it has to change to fit you? The fucking, like with Trina, the fucking excuse, well, it would do, especially the way we use it in our culture and in our music. That's our culture. be able to... What the fuck is so hard about not saying nigger for white people? Because I used to skip over B.I.B.I. when I was in the car with my mama. We can fucking clean out cuss words and we can be as ghetto and as trash and as hood rat at home but go to work on our fucking P's and Q's. Why the fuck y'all don't know how to not say nigger? We code switch to fit y'all fucking reality and society constantly but y'all can't not say nigger when a hip hop song comes on. When nine times out of ten, whatever space you're in, it's the edited version. Girl, because according to white people, everything is for everybody until the people who created are doing it. Because they won't say shit when you get in trouble. They won't say shit when you get fired. Mm-hmm. They won't say shit when you get suspended. Mm-hmm. But the moment you tell them that they're not allowed to do some shit, oh, bitch, all hell breaks Why not? Loose. It's not for, it's, it's for You know, everybody. no Lots one are... culture owns a word or a hairstyle or whatever. Then why, where the fuck do y'all be at? And where's yours? I literally, girl, never mind. Good mm-hmm. bitch, I'm bad. Mm-mm. I remember when I was in middle school, I went to a predominantly white middle school, bitch. And they told my mama that my afro was unkept mm-hmm. and that it needed to be pulled back or straightened. Years later, people that I went to middle school with literally. Can, I wish I could wear my hair like that. Well, bitch, why? Where was y'all at when I was? I couldn't come to school until I did something to my hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And that's why people get so mad about the cultural appropriation conversation. And that's why I see how Bruno Mars fell into it. But again, G Easy, Lil Dicky, Lil Zan, Lil Peep, fucking Iggy Azalea, all of those people are who actually hijack your culture. And the funny thing is, is like when Bruno Mars speak, I don't hear a black scent. 
I don't hear a black set when he's trying to sing. Mm-hmm. I just hear a person who's singing a style of music. And he got rhythm. Because when Eminem <laughs> raps, he doesn't have to put on a black he voice. He don't. And this nigga is from he the middle white. of Detroit. <laughs> yeah, he sounds white. The same way that he talks is the same way that he raps. Mm-hmm. He doesn't He doesn't change his persona. He doesn't imitate the people around him. Mm-hmm. You never see His Emin- mannerisms are his mannerisms. His, his mannerisms. You never see Eminem just trying to dress... Like hood niggas. Mm-hmm. You never seen him trying to use his black voice. You never seen him no fucking Cartier frames mm-hmm. because he's from a trailer park in the middle of Detroit somewhere. Because he's talented and he can he can he can. And nobody says anything. And, and no one says way. a fucking thing. And but you also don't ever hear uh, Eminem fucking disrespecting the OGs of rap either. And you won't. He can do nothing but pay homage, but you got your little dick. He's talking about Eminem shit and has literally carved himself out a spot as an OG of rap because of the, his the homage. word, mm-hmm. because of the fact that he knows the opportunities in front of him. Everything that he has came because from of the creation of niggas. Mm-hmm. You'll never hear him talking down. You'll never hear him talking about he about to change this and change that. Eminem is a, is a product of rap, and he's still a white man. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fucking try on And even on his content was white shit. It was yeah. just bars, but it was white shit. It was white shit, definitely. But he was never mentioning no fucking Kamaya or no Mm-mm. fucking Jambalaya. Bitches on my dick. No. Because they're not. I'm about to beat the shit out of him. The fucked up thing is, these rappers like Post Malone, you see old pictures of him, you can tell this nigga never been nowhere near a hood. You see Game going off on 6 9 Yes. Who I also hate. Because I see pictures of Post Malone. This nigga used to dress like a fucking character from Twilight. And that's my thing is they don't understand that when they co-sign and they be like, but he is blood, blah, blah, blah. No, the fuck you're not. No, because not. if you were able to be that spiffy and polished to go to a school dance looking like little fucking Rodriguez. Little Rodriguez. And however many years, like a couple, that that, that wasn't that long ago. Because he's still like young. That nigga's like, what, 1920? Right, so a couple years later, you got tattoos all over your face and fucking paint. And you chose that life. That life didn't choose you. Chose it. You dabbled and you dived into, and now you a fake blood or whatever. And here's the thing, because it used to be a time where real G's moved in silence. Yeah. They didn't have 15 different sizes of fucking red bandanas all over the place. The shit was subtle, because you knew what it was. This nigga was a fake crip two years ago. Now, back in my day, you would have been getting your ass whooped. Whooped, murdered. I'm and this is what the game whooped. was trying to tell him. As ignorant and as dumb as that fucking whole thing was because that whole idea needs to be eradicated at this point anyway because a lot of you motherfuckers ain't about that life no more. Yeah. Them is OGs, but a lot of these circumstances aren't what they used to be. And the crazy so thing is, choosing to be you got, bangers. You got your little kids. Your little suburban kids rapping these songs, running out to the beef spice store to get their red flags. Mm-hmm. And what they're going to do is run into some little hood niggas. And that's what the game is trying to say. Okay. And they're going to hear you bumping that music from the car. Mm-hmm. And when you get out, they're going to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Just like with Cardi B. When them bitches in LA, because they, they are trying to prove themselves. Bitch, come here yep. talking that shit. Yep. Come you, here you talking that up. shit. And then this little 6 9 character, he's a fucking bitch, man. You talk all this shit on the internet, but we seen videos of you running. I saw you at the airport. You're going to run. When you and your security guards was getting whooped up by only two people. And it wasn't even two niggas because that we know. It was Rodriguez. just airport That's niggas. why. You know what I'm saying? You can cover yourself in the facade, but the spirit ain't there. from uh, Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> he do look like motherfucking Pedro. Looking like motherfucking... Um, Eddie Guerrero and shit. Bitch. No, looking like 
fucking the little nigga from uh, Lizzie McGuire. What was Lizzie? Gordo. Playing? Gordo. Bitch, Shut up, Gordo. That's Gordo. Looking like fucking Gordo. The Fuck nerd. Fuck out of here with that. But y'all, that's what y'all letting hijack y'all culture. And then when the game step in and say something, oh, he lame, he old, he washed up. He trying to tell him, listen. No, let them get beat up. At this point, the nigga already jumped off of a stage at a concert and hit the floor. Let him get his ass whooped everywhere he go. That's the thing, because y'all going to be gone eventually, because this, this trend is going to run out with y'all dying at 19 and 20 and yeah. fucking going to jail for however long. And This trend is going to run out the same way every trend has run out. Only the real rappers make survive, it Survive, transcend the decade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why we don't have fucking... Uh, the GS boys no more. That's mm-hmm. why the rejects is gone and whoever said cat daddy. Because mm-hmm. they didn't have bars, they just had what we needed at the moment. At the moment. After a while, you niggas is going to be gone mm-hmm. and the real rappers will prevail. We'll still be there. The Kendricks, the Chance, the Cole, the whoever. <sighs> Bitch, let's unpack some shit. DJ Envy. Third segment. Unpacking. DJ Envy. Um... <clears throat> Are we gonna start with him? Because I had I had a whole spiel because I've been doing my research on DJ Envy because I had to write down some quotes. I, I had to get his life. But go ahead, y'all. She gonna blow her nose. Don't mind that. <laughs> DJ Envy. No, Jesus and Mero. Jesus and Mero uh, started on a podcast called Bodega Boys, and now they have a show on Viceland. They're doing basically a media run because they' about to go on like a comedy tour. Essentially, went on the Breakfast Club first. DJ Envy. It's fucking salty off rip. We got our guest, Jesus and Miro. Charlamagne said, why you don't call him special guest? And he said, I'm going to be honest because I feel like y'all owe my wife an apology. They said, for what? Exactly. Y'all owe my wife an apology because... Uh, you owe your wife an apology. Then. Y'all, y'all implied that she was only with me for the money and that's disrespectful. So basically in the clip, um, it was a clip for when they were on a press run after he cheated on her with Erica Mena. They went on the reel and um, he was telling a story about how he was a different person in the streets than at home. When he was at home, he was Rashawn. When he was in the streets, he was DJ Envy. And uh, his wife, Gia, said, I, do, I didn't know DJ Envy. And Jesus said from his commentary, but I bet you knew them DJ Envy checks, though. And they they laughed and giggled it away. Now, mind you, the show that they're talking about was recorded probably like February 24th. It is March the 20th. The Breakfast Club aired a few a few days ago. So, so he's been waiting. He's been waiting. And they record four shows a month. So when they got there, they really didn't know what the fuck he was talking <laughs> about. Because that was such a side comment. Like, why the fuck would you get mad at that? On there when they said worse shit in the same interview. <laughs> Wait, worse shit about who? About them, about DJ Envy, about about the situation. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like other shit was more disrespectful than that. Her them saying, "I bet she knew them DJ Envy checks." Though that sounds like the truth. Uh-huh. She did know them DJ Envy checks, and them DJ Envy checks is the reason why she probably stayed with your fat ass. Because you cheated on her with what you quote said. He said. I was afraid of I was afraid to lose my wife or I was afraid of my wife leaving me. I messed with somebody who was beneath me, like way beneath me. A bird, evil, a liar, desperate, pathetic. All this shit he said about Erica Mena when he doing his little his little radio talk about the fucking the the, the cheating on her shit. He said I was scared to lose my wife. So this is what I wanted to go into about DJ Envy. 
a few points that I, I realized. You got toxic masculinity, masculinity, lack of accountability, deflection, insecurity, lack of self-awareness. Toxic masculinity. And he like dildos in his butt. Y'all would not <laughs> convince me that that was I'm fake. I'm sure he does. I'm that sure wasn't does. fake. I'm sure he does. That was real. And you was probably talking to Erica Mita. She was probably the one that was going to mm. put that big black dildo in your ass. Toxic but. masculinity. The fact that DJ Envy, the way he spoke about the whole situation, how he called, called the wife on the air after spilling the beans on air about... Mm. First, he, he made it about other stuff, but... He fucking basically the whole time he was treat he was talking about her and treating her as if she was property. Like, if you cheated on her and she wants to make the whatever decision she want to make, you need to let her make that. Don't uh-huh. fucking put her on the spot on the radio. And she said, "I love you too, but call me back when you get off work because I don't want to talk about my fucking business uh-huh. on the fucking air." That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. You you got me out here looking stupid. You on here crying now? Bitches is tweeting me talking about I'm taking back. I'm sure that shit happened. Uh-huh. But you did all of that because you feel like you or should get, you yes, should have what you want. You, I'll be gone. <laughs> right, you should have what you want in that situation because I'm sure you cheated on before and I'm sure she stayed. Uh-huh. But you feel like that need to happen this time too. So you want to pull out all what you think are the, the airs and the stops to keep her by airing the shit out all over the radio and shit. And then eventually y'all capitalized off of it every podcast and doing these media runs or whatever. But lack of accountability, same thing. When he first started telling the story, he was talking about some, oh, um, you know, when you just don't treat somebody right and you don't appreciate them and they go out and some other man compliments them. You're just not doing what you're supposed to do at home. That's not what the fuck happened. You fucked a bitch. You fucked Erica Mena, somebody who's way beneath you. But even saying that way beneath me, that's you taking accountability off yourself because it don't ma- nobody gives a fuck what kind of bitch Erica Mena is. You cheated on your wife. You cheated on your family. I wouldn't give a fuck if you cheated on her with Beyonce. Exactly. You cheated on her. They're trying to like. I feel like you tried to like kind of like push the blame on her. Like yes, like she's, she's such a hoe. She's a whole ass homewrecker. And she seduced me. Like she didn't up. seduce your dumb ass. She probably fucking was on her head. You still acting like the fucking. Preachers from Salem and shit. Girl, insecurity. She's a witch. Why the fuck would you be that mad about that dumb shit that they said unless you knew truly in your heart that that is why she stayed with you because of them DJ Envy checks because uh-huh. it costs too much money for a divorce. She got to uproot her kids. kids' life. Yep. And you know that's why she stayed because of the DJ Envy checks. You probably got a, a feeling that that's why she, was, she, she stayed with you in the first place because he wanted to make the point that, oh, we got, we've been together since we was 15 and she was making more money than me and blah, blah, blah. And at around that point, she probably realized, you know what? He ain't shit. Uh-huh. But then you start getting them DJ Envy checks and that's your own insecurity. So you want to act like you mad at Jesus and Meryl for saying some shit about it. When, how is, how, how is them saying anything? She said, my wife felt disrespected. Did she? Did she say, I feel disrespected by this and forget the fact that you cheated on her? Uh-huh. Cause if, cause if you did, bitch, you got bigger fish to fry anyway. You, you worry about the wrong. He, he tried to make it de- deflect thing. and make it about Jesus and Mero disrespecting your wife, bitch. You now you brought up the fact that you cheated on your wife with Erica Mena, who's way beneath you, which we forgot about. Girl, I'm still worried about that big black dildo. Girl, and did this whole thing, like this whole kind of, I don't know, this idea. With men and men, because I was watching an interview on Breakfast Club with Michael Blackson, 
where they was asking him because Kevin Hart got mad at Michael Blackson for making jokes about when he got caught cheating. And they made it a big deal and asked every comedian that came on after that, how you feel about Michael Blackson making jokes? Ain't it supposed to be some kind of bro code? What the fuck? Is there a marriage code? I don't understand. Exactly. It's okay to cheat on your wife, but it's not okay for another nigga to talk about it. Right. It's not okay for nobody to laugh and kiki about it. No, you talk about anything, but don't talk about my wife. I'm trying to fix my home. You should have fucked up your home in the first place. You fucked it up, ugly ass. You shouldn't have fucked Kevin Hart. You shouldn't have cheated on that girl on fucking camera. First of all, Kevin Hart, you cheated on the first wife with this wife. So, no matter what... But Michael Blackson not supposed to make jokes. And and he's a fucking comedian. And it doesn't matter because in your stand-up, you talked about fucking cheating on Tori all the time. But I guess did, only did you I, can get paid for her pay. I cheated pay. on my wife. Do I regret it? No. No. Right. So, oh, but only you can get paid for her pay. Cool. Only you. Okay, cool. Michael Blackson can't keep the joke going for three more days because you trying to fix your house at home. Tell her to stay off the internet. Should have fucked it up. Because you got her being a laughing stock of the shit. First of all, if you think that Michael Blackson's fucking comment opposed to all the people in her DM telling her to fuck your little short ass up was the problem... Again, you have bigger fish to fry, bitch. It wasn't Michael Blackson. Deflection. I know I wrote the bitch and said, leave him, sis. Lack of accountability, insecurity. Lack of self-awareness. That's the big one. Because you motherfuckers have no idea who you are or what you want. Because you keep cheating on these motherfuckers. DJ Envy, you are so fucking washed up and you had the nerve to cheat on that woman. The nerve, if she didn't have six of your fucking big head kids and still is a bad bitch, uh, uh, uh. taking care of home. Now, again, I don't know what the fuck y'all had going on, but since you cheated on her with somebody who's so beneath you, obviously she was doing her job. She's beneath me. Bitch, you're beneath you. He said He said that. She's a bird. You're evil. Beneath, a nigga, liar. Nigga, you're beneath Erica. You're beneath fucking her because... At least we know what to expect from her. At least she keep it real with her shit. We know what to expect from her. And she don't have no vows with your wife. She nope. don't owe your wife shit. She nope. don't owe you shit. Nope. You the one came sniffing behind her ass. Girl, I just saw a post on uh, the Shade Room today where, I don't know, some, some rapper is married I didn't even know and she been sneaking around with India Love and Miracle Oh, Watts I saw that. And and, uh, Rich something. Somebody. Yeah, yeah I, I know, know what you're talking about. I didn't even know the nigga was married or that he had more than one song. Mm-hmm. But... I'm like, what the fuck? You know, of course, everybody, the funny thing is y'all will go off on the wife, talk about how pathetic she is because she posted this shit or because she didn't want to get played. Mm-hmm. But one, the husband's doing the play. And then two, straight up in the, in the fucking text, you you see one of the bitches saying, are Ask, you still married? Are you married? He said and no. And she just said, well, even if you was. Basically, like, all you got to do is keep it real with me and buy me things. Like, bitch, come and on. And his dumb ass would do it and then be crying. Young thug. That's to- that toxic ass shit he uh-huh. did with his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or whatever. Fucking stalking her on social uh-huh. media, doing all that shit. If she decided she and then he feel like you supposed to stay because I'm Young Thug, because uh-huh. I'm DJ Envy, because I'm Kevin Hart. Uh-huh. You supposed to sit your ass right here and not go nowhere. I wish one of you motherfucking bitches would surprise these niggas and leave. Girl. And take their shit with you. Could be me. Could I be gone? Because you're the only one hurting. You do. You stand per- for the I kids. Like the only, you stand for him, and you hurt. The only female today that I've seen like stand up for her shit and stick to it is Karuchi. That's it. This is the only one. That's it. Because Chris Brown did made eighty three songs about mm-hmm. her, and she said, "Leave me alone. Leave me alone." 
And I'm, and I'm not coming back. Nigga. And I've been had several niggas since. And Goody Quaver. <laughs> See? Go off, Karuchi. We don't yeah. give Karuchi her Wish credit. All. Because Karuchi said, bitch, you gonna get out of my face. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't got court orders, bitch. Mm-hmm. She's oh, you gonna get another bitch pregnant? That's fine. That's fine. I'm, and I'm leaving. Here. And I'm and not again, coming back. That, that should be like what it is. Because Chris Brown beat Rihanna ass and even she came back once. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Karuchi said, bitch, not this last kid, bitch. <laughs> you won't hit me because I, my parents taught me my worth. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was loved. And I know fucking better than this dumb shit. But even with DJ Envy's wife, they've been together since they was 15. And I understand that being a hard decision to want to leave somebody. But DJ Envy, did you have to make the shit so fucking messy and about you? The shit was selfish. The fact that he even brought that up again is so embarrassing Like for the wife. Like, bro. First, the show was at least 15 days ago. And nope. they record four shows a week. They didn't even remember what the fuck I they said. I didn't even catch it. I watched the show all the time. I didn't even notice. Because it was it or wasn't, care. It, nobody cared. It wasn't a big deal. If people think that about Gia, they thought it before he said it. And I believe you think that about Gia. That's why you're so fucking mad. That's why you felt like. And then he went on for three more days after that, asking callers, "Do you think DJ uh, Charlamagne? Do you think DJ Envy overreacted?" And you got the man like, "No, because you're supposed to protect your wife." And they said, "She's fucking not a possession." First of all, if you're supposed to protect, protect her, her wife, do that before you embarrass me. Before. Nationally. Don't cheat on me. I don't need you to go fucking make a fool protect of yourself. Protect me from you. Protect me from you and Thank your you. infidelity. You don't need to protect me from fucking Jesus and Mero on the radio. And you fucking walk out of the interview like, bitch. First of all, you work here. You have to come back. You got to come back. He's fucking ass. spun his fat ass out the chair and walked out the room. And everybody's that nigga, like. Oh, that nigga's on YouTube saying he looked like, oh, bother. <laughs> he kept calling. Uh, <laughs> he did. He called that nigga Winnie the Pooh, bitch. I couldn't sleep. Fat ass face. Shit. And I wish Meryl would have smacked the shit out of you for even acting like you was about to get fucking buff with him. I'm hollering because there were some people that clearly saw different looks than what I did. Say that Jesus uh, and Meryl look scared. I was like, no, they didn't. No, they, they look like the, they was ready. Like, they come look on. the same way that you and I look when somebody get to saying some dumb shit. <laughs> and you just like, is this really happening? That's how Jesus was. But Meryl... That's, that's not fear. That's Meryl, I saw a nigga in him. Like, okay. What are you going to do? Because first of all, <laughs> we know Charlamagne can't fight. Angela, stay out of it. And first of all, Witty. <laughs> Witty, you're not going to do shit but come over here and get jumped. So. He said, we got our guest, uh, dickhead and pussy. Like, you just, your your jokes are corny about them. Like, you're so fucking in your feelings. Your light skin feelings. We have our guest, dickhead and pussy. And they just look. You could at least use an M word. <laughs> come on. That's what they said on their show the next day. Like, DJ Envy, shut the fuck up. Dickhead and pussy. Well, you could have said fucking dickhead and stupid mustache or something. I don't know. Something. But he was, it, then he said, you ain't no man if you talk about another man's wife. What the fuck is these measurements? That's what you get paid for. <laughs> DJ Envy. Do you ask every woman that come on this show, are you married? Because if not, then I'm going to roast your ass. No. You just get, y'all, you and Charlamagne, I remember for the longest time, I believed that Charlamagne was either gay or just really hated women. The way they treated Marla Negra, Janet Mock, Lil Mama, Monique, like, Keep going, keep going, <laughs> keep going. I mean, we can keep going and keep going and keep going. These are just recent things. I mean, Little Baba wasn't recent, but it'll always stay. That's out always because he made her cry. Yeah, like, for no fucking reason. For no reason. Calling her ugly. 
Who said she was ugly? I know it wasn't motherfucking Charlamagne. Charlamagne, he said her face looked like the Old Testament. Charlamagne, bitch, you look like you fucking wear makeup. Okay? Like, he had her crying. And, and that's why, okay. And I think that's when she had just lost her mama, like around the time. I just wish that I could be a personal clapbacker for people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, when you go to interviews and shit. Like, do you remember when um, uh, Key and Peele had that little skit that they were doing where it was like Barack Obama and then like the nigga Leroy that was stand behind Barack, uh, stand behind Barack Obama. Oh, yeah, and, like, I do remember that. that he was I do thinking. remember that. Mm-hmm. But that would be me because I've already elected myself as that person for Lapita. But because the trilopeter, because because anybody trying bitch, I'm going in their head. Mm-hmm. But I should just just for black women everywhere. Like I could just be a professional clapbacker. If you don't know what to say, just call me up and put me on speakerphone right at the interview. And whatever you don't have something to say, just be silent, and I'll take that as a bitch. cue to go. In <laughs> you look like the Old Testament bitch, and you look like your wife. <laughs> no, I don't know if you want to take that as a fucking a roast for you or her. Fucking look like Randy. You the same motherfucker that was about to beat up Angela Yee because she said you bleach your skin. Which you do. I forgot about that video. And you get Angela your motherfucking Yee. eyebrows straight. Mm-hmm. And you be having eyeliner on. And too much carbacks, bitch. Now, is this what you want to do? Oh, and you, he get real cute when, listen. Because and every, secondly, you're not Everybody has fun around the gays, but Charlemagne flirts with the gays uh-huh. when they come on there. I know. Bobby Lights. I, I watched the when, uh, interview. I said, "Bitch, that's chemistry." You talk about with Tita, uh, Trita, little cousin yes. out there. Uh huh. And I love him. Bobby Lights is everything. Oh, is that his name? But yes, Charlemagne was fucking flirting with him. Charlemagne, and it's flirting. not. It's not because oh, he's comfortable around it. He was trying to say like, the, like oh, I'm just comfortable around uh, everybody. I talk to everybody like this. The only people you seem to dog is black women. Uh huh. You, you fucking out, bow you down, down to your mother, uh, straight Tommy. black men. He went out of his way to go talk to Tommy, dumbass. But you sitting up there flirting with Bobby Lights. Charlemagne, questions need answers. Charlemagne, find somebody else to thread your eyebrows. This shit's whack. But yeah, unpack that. Don't invite me, bitch. DJ Envy, unpack your insecurities. Unpack your toxic masculinity, your deflection, your lack of self-awareness, your fucking just lack of accountability. Unpack all that shit. Because that's what you, you and your wife need to be talking about. Uh-huh. Because I am certain with the, with all of me, she didn't send you on that fucking stupid ass manhunt to check Jesus and Mero. She didn't do that. That didn't have shit to do with her. You wanted to say something. Maybe you wanted to go viral. I don't know. Well. That's all I got for his fat ass. Who would he? Mm-hmm. He do look like Winnie Pooh. All he needs is a little red crop top. I'm so, I was so fucking irritated with him. Like, and then the fact that he let it go on for three days, like he was fucking. Stiff. But the funny thing is, like, Jesus Romero was fucking dragging his ass on that show. Dragging on the show on I was Twitter. Hollering. They don't give a fuck. No. And they would have caught you outside if you wanted it. Uh huh. Which you don't. Mm-mm. I can tell you though, because you wait till the niggas got to your show. You know, nobody's <laughs> ever disrespected me, and I waited. When people get mad and they they fucking start they voice start shaking and shit, that's how you know they're a little shook. Uh-huh. Like they don't really have the confidence to say the words they're trying to say. Uh-huh. That's what DJ Envy was giving, and that he was probably getting red in the face. That's why he left. That is so funny, punk ass, punk ass. And then the thing is, you owe my wife an apology, and the first thing Jesus said was, "All right, I apologize." <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that came out of his mouth. Alright, like, I apologize. Oh. 
Huh. Thought I was going to have mm -mm. He kept going like that didn't happen. Like, okay, I won't talk about your wife. I apologize. Here's the thing. Because once I apologize, if you keep going, bitch, I'll snatch my apology back so fast. You know what? Fuck you and your wife. Okay, because that's what I would have did. And fuck your you, fucking Brady fuck bunch her, of kids. Fuck them straight back braids she had on on the reel. Ooh. Fuck your podcast. Fuck, fuck your Eric sex Miller. life. Fuck this motherfucking show. Fuck you with a big black dildo because, bitch, we ain't forgot. All I'll never stop bringing that, bitch. that up. All 10 inches. Fuck your mustache. Yep. Fuck your receding hairline. Fuck your little red crop top. Fuck it all. Fuck you for getting your fucking head stuck in a honey pot all the time. Mm -hmm. I wish Birdman would have beat all three, all three of y'all asses. Yeah, all three of y'all. <laughs> all three of y'all. I know who instantly like. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck I do? Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> You know when one of your siblings get in trouble, I'm gonna whoop everybody ass. The fuck? Why? What did what I, do? I do? Why am I gonna get mad? If I was Angela, I'd be like, what? All three y'all. All three y'all. Put some what? fucking respect Wait. on it. One, two, three. Why would I do? And y'all laughed at Birdman, and fucking, you look like a fucking light skinned Birdman. <sighs> in that situation, <laughs> don't talk about my wife no more. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. <laughs> put some respect on my name. Hey, put, put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. That shit is funny as fuck. I'm pulling up on you, nigga. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> I remember when Charlamagne was so shook when them niggas from Onyx was up there. <laughs> when they was talking about Charlamagne had brought up that um, Q said that Brandy sucked his dick. What's his real name? Your name's Q. I don't know your name. Yeah. Fredro Star. Oh, <laughs> I said Omar. It just seemed like a, a name. But they had them niggas shook. If he wasn't saying shit, Charlamagne was All like, three of them. Yeah, all three of them. They know who to pick their bad. They know who they... Or at least they think they know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Think you know. Because... Birdman came in ready. I, with his fat ass. There's no way. If I, if I ever went on The Breakfast Club, like I would just have to let them know in the beginning. If you on that fuck shit, I'm on that fuck shit too. Mm -hmm. You gotta understand. And you don't know my fuck shit. Oh yeah, you don't know my fuck shit. I know yours. I'll you don't know mine. <laughs> oh, I'll get to going in this bitch mm -hmm. and have everybody motherfucking talk about pussy and speckle about that. That's what I wish Monique would have did at the end of the show. Like you know what? Fuck all this fucking respectability uh, politics and radio talk. Because she'd be trying to be positive, but I want uh, her to just let loose on somebody. Girl, you better act like we know where you from. Let loose. The fuck? You, my sister, my brother, fuck all that. You should have dragged Charlemagne. Yeah. I think Monique saves her go-offs for, like, the wrong people. The comedy shows, probably. Huh? She say, she does a lot. Like, a lot of her, the tea comes from comedy shows mm. where she go off on Steve Harvey and Oprah Tyler Perry. And yeah, all but... Her. Like, that's where she really lets loose. This is weird. Like, I think you should just save your go-offs for, like... People who need to be gone the fuck off. Mm -hmm. Somebody that's gonna feel that shit, <laughs> or you know, somebody that is not gonna make you broke. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like save the go off for motherfuckers that's beneath you. A hoe, pathetic. <laughs> a liar. <laughs> a bird. A bird. <laughs> he said it just like that. DJ, if you don't get out of here with this light skin monologue, I'll never you be bitch. able to see. Like every time you say this nigga name, I think of Winnie the Pooh in that chair, just spinning back and forth. That's all. I and he's gonna get his fat ass up and walk out with no panties on. Bitch, <laughs> 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 I 
from the butcher that we fall the fuck out. I can't believe it. You said with no panties on. I'm sorry, y'all. I had to fall the fuck out on the floor for a second because this bitch is out of control. <laughs> with no panties on. That That's all I see. <laughs> On the way to fucking put some honey girl, on this 10 inch dildo. Girl, to get his head stuck in the honey pot. That's the motherfucking problem. You always in the honey pot, which <laughs> they want to be mad because Piglet said something. <sighs> mad at Tigger and Piglet because you always in the honey pot. Listen, well, is that all we have for today? <laughs> that's all we have. Wait. No? Oh, no, we had something about that, that Veronica girl from Love and Hip Hop. Uh, fuck you too. Well, we had kind of like touched on the shit that Trina said already. Oh. And Veronica is like, girl. Veronica from Love and Hip Hop, the bitch that said she got an African grandma. <coughs> great grandma. Okay, bitch, we get it. Your fucking great grandma was one fourth Cherokee. Isn't it so typical of white or white looking people to tell you that they're not? <laughs> like. I identify as black because. Because my great grandma. Because I don't fucking want to. My great grandma. No, you identify as black now. Because I, the song that, where she was going off with a nigga, I heard that song years ago. Mm. You didn't identify as black then. You identified as black when somebody called you on your shit. Or you when a Marlon Negro came out getting all the Afro-Latin flavor and love. And attention. And now I was like, I'm black. I'm black too. I'm black. Since when? Since when? You ain't been black all season. In fact, you've been talking all this shit saying that Marlon Negro is giving little dark-skinned Latino girls false hope and shit, that she's a faker and all that shit, but now you black? You black. And that's who the little girl should be looking up to, your white ass. Right. Okay, Iggy, <laughs> whatever. You just say one that told Amara Allegra to take her, her fro weave out when you had a fucking 20-inch blonde fake ponytail on. Like, girl, whatever you say, you're not gonna last long. We're not buying your music. We're not checking for you. Girl, you probably won't. They'll replace you next season. Yeah, I was gonna say, you probably won't make it through another couple seasons. She won't. Which is fine. Mm-mm. Go back and to... And Trina, you ought to be the fuck ashamed of trying to be a fucking white bitch apologist. Uh-huh. Shame on you, Trina. Mm-hmm. You can come here. We finish it up. But, yeah. <coughs> That's all we got. Jordan's in the place. Interrupt the Jordan shit. from Pressure Up Top. Pressure Up Top. Is this podcast. a crossover episode? Oh, oh God. shit. <laughs> now y'all really gotta go check him out. But anyway, is that all we have? Remember, uh, www.homegirlharmonies.com. Homegirl Harmonies on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Grello's in the place. Uh, Homegirls out. You didn't roll up yet? I love y'all.